Welcome to the Mile 99 interview with your host, Jessica Harris, Mike Turner, and Greg Larkin. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the trails. See you out there. See you there. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Greg Larkin from the Mile 99 Interview Podcast, one of your co-hosts. I'm here tonight with my other co-host, Jessica Harris. How are you? Fantastic on this very windy day in Northern California. Uh, we're, we're here tonight without our other co-host, Mike Turner. He is in Arizona on the Cocodona 250 course at the moment, probably around mile 100, 105, 110, somewhere in there, pulling for a uh, later in the week finish. So we're looking forward to talking to him when he gets back. But for now, we are with our guests from a couple of weeks ago, right before the Canyons 100K race held in Auburn as part of the new Canyons presented by UTMB. Aaron Clark and Adam Peterman, welcome back to the show. How are you both doing? Um, oh, hello. Good to be back. Um, I'm doing well. I didn't have 100K to recover from, but I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having us on again. Yeah, feeling pretty good so far. So, Absolutely. Yeah, we... Uh, oh, boy, the days have just been flying by, but it was, I think, about a little over two weeks ago from today that we... We spoke to you. Uh, it was just a couple days before the Canyons 100K race. Adam, you were running it first time 100K distance, if I remember correctly, which I think I do. <laughs> Aaron acting as crew out there on course. And just remind us real quick, were, were you the only crew member or did you have other people as well? I can't recall. No, we had a pretty, pretty big group. Um, it was Adam's parents and then his cousin was there. And then a friend of ours was with us as well. His dad and I did most of the crew duties and the rest of the squad was there just kind of cheering and supporting. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get all into that stuff real quick. I know that Jessica's got a number of questions for you, Aaron. So let's kick the show off with that. Okay. So when we talked to you last, you were like, had my heart set on canyons, but I'm recovering from an injury, so I'm just going to play it cool. I'm going to crew. And then all of a sudden on social media, we see we see that you got first place in a race. So why don't you tell us about that, Miss? I'm too injured to run, but going to get first place. <laughs> By the time I was down at Canyons, I was running again. Not obviously my usual mileage and everything, but I was kind of getting healthier, starting to feel closer to hundred percent. And the one thing I was able to do through this knee injury was, was run uphill. Like I couldn't really run flat. I couldn't run downhill, but I could run uphill. <laughs> um, so the race I ended up doing was just a little, uh, local hill climb here in Missoula put on by the company that Adam works for. But yeah, it's like about 1.7 miles with 2000 feet of climbing and it was just excruciating. <laughs> was it from base to top 1.7 or did you get your, you know, go up and then come back down? No, it's 1.7 from base to top. And so the finish line is actually at the summit. They have put a big arch up there and stuff. Um, and then you get to just kind of jog back down with your friends and stuff. Yeah. So I was looking, it's like crazy gain. Second place female was 10 seconds behind you. Did you feel the competition there? <laughs> Were you going for a win? I need to know. I know you're competitive, but we need to know. Yeah, I was definitely going for a win. Um, it's kind of a cool race about, I think, a third of the way up at this big M that's on the side of the hill. There's a like a $50 like prize purse if you get to that portion first. 
And one of the other women who ended up somewhere in the top, like five, I think she might've been third. She um, went out really hard up that segment for that prize purse, I think. And so I was like, oh my gosh, oh no, she's going so fast. And so I ended up beating her to that. But in doing so, I think I went out like way too hard. And (laughs) this uh, woman who ended up getting second, um, she was catching me and I kept looking back up like the last section of the really uh, steep climb. But I just made myself totally run the last little, I don't know, 200 meters and ended up she didn't end up catching me, thankfully, but I was feeling the heat. <laughs> and so are you from that feeling pretty good? Oh yeah. I'm feeling fine. I love that. You're coming back. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. It was fun. It was super fun. And then I got, I paced the 10 K the next day actually, which was kind of funny. I'm a coach for the university team here, university of Montana. And so that was fun to get to do that too. I was like, okay, I'm actually doing some competitive stuff. This is great. <laughs> Yeah. And it, I mean, it just takes being at a competitive event to kind of get your juices flowing. And I think Canyons was the event to be, <laughs> I mean, that I wasn't, I mean, and I'm okay. I've, you know, kind of like you have been a runner my whole life and you go through these seasons and I'm just in a season where I wasn't feeling competitive and I was running because I was capable. I'm a strong believer. Like not everyone can run a 50 K not everyone can run a mile. So if you have a body that's able to, you really should be doing it whether or not I'm super passionate about it, but I left canyons and I finally had that. I'm ready to train for hundred K. Like I'm feeling like I want to do it. Not that I just can, which is a great privilege, but like, I'm pretty excited. And then I got sick with my kids disgusting germs, but I am coming back. I'm going to start running real quick here soon. Um, so I was really excited to see that post from Adam and from you. And then I did see the pup in the picture. So that was super exciting. Did you take her to the um, finish line, Adam? You know, my mom was up there uh, spectating. And so she brought the dog with her. And then, yeah, I think, I think Poppy was at the summit. So I didn't get to see it. I, I was the race director for the hill climb, which was awesome, but it meant I was at the base area the whole day. But yeah, I was getting live updates and saw that Aaron won. And then I saw the really cute pictures of, of them on top. So no, it was awesome. I'm stoked. <laughs> stoked Aaron was finally to get a race in because yeah, her knee injury has been going on for quite a while. And I know that uh, it's frustrating when like I'm able to run, but she's not able to run. So I'm happy that we're both feeling healthier and things are good. Cool. And Aaron, so uh, I think when we talked last, I mean, you have CCC on the calendar, right? Like later. So does this kind of give you that confidence that, okay, now I can just start building myself back towards that? Yeah. It's just great to be feeling healthy again and being able to slowly inch my miles up um, and start to get in the kind of training I know I need to for CCC. So all eyes are focused on that. And I might race a couple more times. Um, leading up to that, but that race is really going to be my focus for the summer and getting ready for kind of all the new territory I'll be experiencing out there. Yeah. Well, can't wait to see that. I did check your ultra sign up because this is just what we do. I see you haven't signed up for anything yet, but I will keep you bookmarked and we're cheering for you. Anything that you want to let us know that you're going to be racing passionate Um. about? (laughs) 
So yeah, I haven't signed up for anything yet. Um, cause I've just been toying with it and trying to figure it out. Right. As of now, the plan is to go run scout mountain 21. I think this is assuming both of these aren't filled cause I have not checked. <laughs> so scout mountain 21, um, which is only like five hours away from here. Um, in Pocatello and then the USATF 50 K trail champs are in Oregon. I think it's near Corvallis. It's the race. that's usually McDonald forest, I believe. Um, and that's happening in July. So seemed like a cool opportunity on a course I've been interested in and it's close to home. So, well, we're super excited for you, Aaron. Thank you guys for coming back on the show. And then we're also super stoked with Adam, right? We all watched him canyons. We want to know anything you haven't told anyone else. Like, did you throw up anywhere? What happened? <laughs> um, first, congratulations. And then uh, let us uh, hear about your day. Yeah, thanks so much. No, I, I loved that course and the whole community down there. It was such a fun day. And yeah, I, I did throw up a couple times. There we go. I think mile 50, mile 55 and the end. So <laughs> that was uh, eventful. But no, it was, uh, (laughs) it was a really good day. I, you know, I just tried to run with people through 50 K, um, to make sure like I didn't go out too hard since, since this was my first hundred K and I ended up getting, I ran with people for 50 K and shared a lot of miles with David Sinclair, who was the guy who ended up getting second. Um, but David actually ended up dropping me at forest Hill. And I didn't see him again until Deadwood. And so that was, it made it a really exciting race. There was definitely some periods that were, I was definitely worried that he was going to pull away from me and I might not see him again. But yeah, fortunately, I was able to catch him again at Deadwood. But yeah, it definitely made for an exciting race. And I was really happy to uh, share the podium with him. I've, I've raced him a few times and he's, he's a beast. I think the longer stuff suits him well too. So hopefully he starts going into that territory soon. Well, and for anyone who's not familiar, Forest Hill to Deadwood, it is remote. There's, I mean, you don't have cell service over there. It's like, I mean, the the trail is well used. So you kind of know where you're going, but you look around and if you're out there by yourself, it's, you're alone. You don't hear anyone. It's very mountainous. Um, so you turn a corner and he, he could have been right there or he's very far away. We're so mile 50, 55. So you were throwing up then. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. By then. Yeah. I, had a, <laughs> I just had to, I had to yeah. punctuate where the barf was. So got a full <laughs> visual. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think what happened was, uh, so I passed, David at mile 45 which is Deadwood and like I felt really good I was able to run the only reason I passed him was because he was walking up a hill that I ran was able to run on and so I just wanted to make sure like I was able to keep the momentum going and so I remember getting to Deadwood the second time uh, and that was mile 50 and I remember I had this big plan in place because there's no aid from 50 till the end. And so you have about a 10 mile stretch that I think it gains almost 3000 feet. So it's like mm-hmm. a 10 mile stretch with no aid. Uh, you kind of have to carry everything. It's going to take a while. And so I remember getting into that aid station and I had all, <laughs> I had all these demands for the aid station workers. <laughs> uh, so I, I told them, I was like, Hey, I need, what did I say? I was like, I need you to fill this flask with drink mix, fill it up, 
fill this flask with water. I'll drink it, fill it again. Give me four gels and I'll take two Cokes. And so I took wow. all that. I slammed the Cokes and that was the problem. Like I chugged <laughs> two carbonated Cokes, immediately started running downhill because David was coming. I could see him. And yeah, probably in like 400 meters after I like crossed paths with David again, I just started like throwing up Coca-Cola, oh. which I like, I thought it was no big deal. You know, like it was just Coca-Cola. Like I didn't lose everything in my stomach, but uh, yeah, that was kind of like, after that I had to take a little break from eating. And then when I finally did eat again, like I could tell I was pretty low on energy and I ended up just taking like way too many gels at once. Like I would just take a gel every two minutes. And I did that until I'd gone through about six of them. Mm-hmm. So I took six gels in 12 minutes. <laughs> which That's a lot was of calories. Yeah, it was ambitious, but I felt so good 20 minutes later. And then mm-hmm. so like that, I think it was, yeah, probably an hour after that where I threw up again. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned some things like I kind of found my limit on like how many gels I can take in 15 minutes. Or how many Cokes you can slam in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, all that learned. carbonated liquid sloshing around in there. I can't, yeah, that makes sense. Well, <laughs> at the, at that point of the race, so you finished in eight hours, 31 minutes and 57 seconds, which was 11 minutes before, um, second place, um, David, but at that point in the race, you're hungry. Like you've been running, like you, like Coke fills you up. It feels nice. At, if you drink a little bit less, maybe, <laughs> but it feels good. Cause it, you, you know, you have had gels and that like kind of food that processes fast all day. So I get that you're a little bit hungry. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted all that stuff. I think, yeah, maybe if I take Coke again, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't take it like right before running downhill or something. I, I don't know. It felt like that didn't work, but it's too bad. Cause the Coke was really good for the short period I had. It. Oh yeah. And the amount of sugar you can get in to your system that quickly is so yeah. helpful sometimes. Yeah. But that extra pounding, I guess, of going downhill, like your body's oscillating even more, maybe <laughs> you're just getting all that, all that stuff bouncing around. That's rough now. So, I mean, I think I looked uh, at the results and I mean, an eight thirty one ish finish hour, you know, hours and minutes. I mean, still that translates into like around an eight something pace. I think it, it was, wasn't it like sub nine, which is just for me, mind boggling. Okay. So I think it was eight 30 a mile. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was like eight 30 and eight 30. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm guessing, I mean, as you said, like you were running up some of the Hills, I'm guessing you ran up most of the Hills. Was that the case? Like in particular coming out of mammoth bar that you guys got onto the East side trail, which basically went straight up the side of the Canyon and then like headed over to the forest hill divide loop. I don't know if you remember that one, but that climb is super steep. So, I mean, were you all out front just kind of duking it out through that period there? Yeah, I think I, I remember that climb. Um, I actually took the lead there, probably ran a little too hard. I remember seeing mm-hmm. like some of the miles and realized that we probably going a little too hard for that early. But yeah, I, I really liked that part of the course. Like finally you could turn the headlamps off and like get a really good view. You got up above that fog. But yeah, I like the course because although it had a lot of climbing, I, I only walked a little bit. I probably walked for like a total of like two minutes. There's there's that final climb after the river. So like mile 52 to mile to the end. I definitely walked a little bit at the beginning of that. Did you know you had time on David at that point? 
or were you still kind of running scared? Yeah. So I think at that point there was like, yeah, the final climb and I had, I'd gotten, I'd passed him at that point, but it just felt like I wasn't running very quickly. And I mean, I mean, I probably should have realized like at that point in the race, no one's going to be running very quickly, but I was just surprised like how hard it was to actually run uphill. Like I just really, really wanted to walk. So I would let myself walk for like 30 seconds and then start running again. Yeah. It's funny. Like looking at the, the splits now, like I did put a lot of time into David at that point, but yeah, in my head, like my mentality was, I thought he was going to catch me any second. Well, when you chase someone for that long, you're like, I'm not giving this up. Like looking over your shoulder where, when are they going to come up? So I get that. And I thought when you finished, it was interesting because when you race a gold golden ticket race, people assume that you're going to run Western States and you cross the line. You said, wait, how long do I have to decide this? And we are like, wait, isn't that the goal? But you're like, this was your goal. A hundred K like new distance. Let's see how it goes. Let's like send it, you know? And so I thought that was really interesting. And for someone younger was a really good example for all of us. Like you don't have to make a decision right away, sit with it, make sure it's going to fit with life because we're all trying to run for forever. So when you said that, were you kind of like not passionate about it? I think I've always wanted to run Western States and just my, the question marks I had about committing right then was like, I didn't know how it would feel after running hundred K and you know, it's like kind of a fast turnaround to go from this to Western States. You have about like eight weeks. And so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't like injured after yeah. running canyons. Cause you know, mm -hmm. I just never run for that long before. And the other tough choice for me was uh, getting top three at canyons also gave me a spot into CCC at UTMB, which Aaron's yeah. running. And that's like, that's a really great option, especially for us living in Montana. Like the training for CCC just means like you're doing these awesome runs in the Alpine all summer. But yeah, after, after about a week, it was pretty clear to me that like I wanted to run Western States and canyons went well enough that I felt like, like, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to make the jump and give it a shot, but yeah, still definitely like intimidated by running a hundred miles. So we'll have to see. Which I think and is good. And you should have a respect for the distance, you know, just because everyone's running 100 miles doesn't mean that it's any less than, you know, 30 hours of running for some of us, not for you, but for, for some of us. So you, you posted, I think yesterday or the day before, see at States. So you're committed. Are you going to have a coach leading up to Western States? Uh, I coach myself, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep it going the way I had it. I think uh, just because it's such a quick turnaround like I'm just going to keep things pretty similar it looks like I was looking at the calendar and I'm going to try to do like a big four-week block leading into states um, but I don't I don't think I'll run more than I ever have I think I just need to do what I've been doing and trust it and see if it see if it works to go to 100 miles yeah I uh, I really like coaching myself and there's like a lot of great people in Missoula who I can bounce ideas off of and even people at the university who know a bunch about like heat illnesses and what happens when you want run when it's really hot. So I'm going to use as many resources as I, as I can to try to figure that stuff out. I love it. I love it. See you at States. Yeah. Big question. 
Do you know your Pacers yet? And is Poppy going to be one of them? <laughs> so Poppy went to States last year to crew Aaron. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey. Poppy did not have a good time. Oh, so the he, heat. he was very unhappy. It was too hot. So mm. <laughs> I think we learned our lesson and Poppy's not going to come. Uh, oh. She'll she'll stay home. But Letting the fans know. down, but okay. <laughs> She'll have the live stream up, something like that going on. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Poppy, yeah, Poppy can tune in on the live stream. Um, but I think, yeah, we're trying to dial in the crew right now. Uh, it'll probably be similar to what we had at Canyons, which is awesome. And then a couple of my friends in Missoula are actually going to come down. And one of my friends is actually going to live in Reno over the summer. So he'll be down there already. But yeah, my hope is that my buddy Jeff will be pacing. He's another Hoka athlete who lives in Missoula. So he doesn't know it yet, but he's my top pick. Ooh, he oh, he will know it in that. a few days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you planning on coming out and then previewing the beginning parts of the course? Anything that you haven't seen yet? That that sort of like the high camp altitude stuff or any of that? Does that matter at this point? You know, I I was thinking that we'd go out on a Wednesday and the race is on Saturday. So that would if we were going to preview it, that would be the place to check it out. Yeah, because those first 40 miles aren't are what I haven't seen yet. Am I correct in understanding that a lot of that's kind of remote, like hard to get to? Or can you drive to a lot of those places? Uh, I think it's a little difficult to drive to, if I'm not mistaken. Like once you get out towards like Lion Ridge, Red Star Ridge, things like that. And it kind of depends on the year. Uh, We have had less snow this year, but there have been years where they've literally had to plow their way to the aid station access roads and things like that. So yeah, some of that can be a little difficult to get to. Oh, but the other thing too, I guess we were talking about it before the show is um, they do have the Memorial Day weekend training runs. Is that of any interest to you? coming out like they do a three-day series of runs starting from like a 70 miles to go i think is it just like robinson. From robinson so you're, you're basically mile 30 and so you get to run the entire like last 70 miles in in three so, days so saturday days, yeah. saturday sunday day, and you run all the way to the track but you do not touch the track that's the thing you don't yeah. you don't get a run on the track until you finish it and then some people do like robinson to the river which is gosh, what is that? 30, 40, like a 50 mile day, skip, skip Sunday, and then run the rest on Monday. But anyways, those are options. We'll be, I think I'm doing Sunday. I should probably figure out what I'm running on Sunday. (laughs) And then I will be out and about bebopping around on Monday. So that's always fun. And it's chill. Like it's not competitive. Like I just remember years I'd be waiting at Forest Hill School where the 50k was 50k ends for canyons and you know like the elites were like in the back because they're like we we we're just checking out the foot in here we're not (laughs) we're not letting any secrets out we're not knowing how people are doing so that sounds like a really fun weekend yeah it is yeah yeah that's hard to it's hard to say because I was I'm trying to plan like a heat training camp Um, my grandma lives in Mesa Arizona so it's plenty hot down there yeah. right now. Um, so my hope was maybe to go down there around that time for that as well. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure that, out the timing of everything. Yeah. But, yeah. Cause it really won't be super hot here. Probably even over Memorial day. Generally it's not like hundreds. Usually, I guess it depends. Like you'll start cool, but then maybe you'll end a little warm in Auburn, like on Monday, Mesa, Arizona will probably trump that. 
<laughs> well, and I hear that heat, <laughs> I hear that heat training and elevation training go hand in hand. Like, so if you're trained for elevation, you can, you know, like it translates to heat a little bit and vice versa. So um, that's nice. But I think you guys are higher than us, right? You're at 3000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. 3000. That's so nice. That's great. I'm at that's like, what if Greg, what are we? A thousand, maybe? Yeah, Nine even. No, Auburn's like 1200. So we're probably at like 400. That's why I'm so slow. I just right. figured it out. I just that's figured. it. Yeah. <laughs> you need an altitude tent or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, least, my kids would love it. Just be popping. <laughs> so yeah this is uh this is great news i mean uh you know i i wonder too like hoka i'm i'm sure they're excited i would hope are they kind of like doing any anything special for you to kind of like get you ready for states or how does that all work uh sponsor wise i mean you, you just basically tell them like hey i decided i'm doing this thing or <laughs> yeah yeah they've been they've been really nice and they haven't tried to like sway me either way um like in in terms of doing western states or ccc like i actually had a call with the athlete manager last friday and yeah he he didn't try to convince me one way or the other he just he told me a lot of information about ccc and and said hey like if you want to do states like it's always there so don't feel pressure from us to like try to light the world on fire this first couple of years of being sponsored but mm-hmm. at the end of the day i was like man i just like you only live once and I have the ticket now and like, I want to go for it while things are good. Yeah. So, so, so hard to turn down. I'm sure. It's so hard to turn down. And like, I really, I don't, I really don't want to like burn out quickly. That would be like the last, last thing I would want. So I think after running States, like the plan would be to not race for most of the rest of the year, like maybe not race again until November. I really enjoyed running on the Canyons course. And it was like just being down there and feeling the energy for that race. I was like, I just really want to do states. Well, and it's nice to give Erin a race where you're not running as well. So if she, you know, if you guys are both doing CCC, I love that for you both. But like, you know, now you guys each have kind of a thing and you get to travel the world still. And if she invites you, I I hope she invites you to CCC. I think think I'm invited. I, uh, I think I'm approved for her. So that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. My sister well, lives in Germany as well. So I'll get to see her. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of like all meshes together. It sounds like if, if you do it this way, um, which is really cool. And I mean, Aaron, you'll be sort of ramping up like as he's sort of getting to the point of doing States, I'm guessing, and right after. And so it, the, whole, the whole thing just kind of like fits in. It sounds like uh, pretty well. Yeah. It should all work out really well. I'm yeah. I, I, let, I, let's hope, but yeah, it should be fun. Run states, and then I'll have July in Montana to fish and bike and hang out. And then, yeah, August she'll start training. She'll be full bore training for CCC, and hopefully by then I'll be able to run and maybe check out some of those trails as well. But yeah, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. It should be a fun summer. Yeah, sounds like it. Wow. <laughs> so we know that the the press for Canyons was pretty hot. I mean, all these random podcasts asking you to be on and things you had to do. I'm going to assume that States is going to be similar. Um, so hopefully you are prepared for all the podcasts and people who want to get their hands on you and you don't tell anyone where you're staying and you limit how much you drink the night before Western States. Cause there are stories, <laughs> you know, um, and we're always here. 
obviously in the area. If you ever need somewhere to crash or if you need help navigating the trail system, Mike's not here, but Greg and Mike are wonderful navigators. I can join for comedy relief, but if you need, ever guys, both of you need anything in the area, please stop by. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a good dog sitter too. Sorry. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> shoot, maybe. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, and, and just, you know, connecting people with other people in the community. I mean, we love doing that too. So anything we can do to help, we're invested in it. How we really enjoyed, you know, you, uh, uh, taking the time because we do know it's a lot of impact. Like as you're sort of trying to get your head straight right before a race, I mean, to show up with us a couple of days before with a live audience, the whole thing before Canyons, it's a lot. I mean, we can appreciate that. And, and as Jessica said, leading up the States, uh, just the hype around here is just fantastic. You'll love it. I'm sure, but just, yeah, you'll focus on the race. You'll get it done. So we're really excited to see that. We'll obviously be following you on social poppy as well. Uh, unfortunately, we won't be making the trip out here this year, but you know we'll we'll be definitely keeping her in mind for sure. So uh, thanks again for joining us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. Glad you had a great recovery. Again, everyone, uh, Adam and Aaron here, uh, they're going to be out here in Auburn in uh, June at the very least, uh, if not sooner. Maybe we'll see. But we'll uh, be really excited to uh, cheer them on and uh, see see Adam cross uh, the finish line at Western States. So thanks again, both of you. Best of luck. Signing off now, Greg Larkin, co-host of uh, the Mile 99 podcast, uh, on behalf of my other co-host, Jessica, and we will see you on the trails. Bye, guys. Yeah, thanks so Thank much you. for having us on. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys in a couple months. Appreciate all the support. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Can't wait. Thank you.